This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, welcome to another episode of Horse Hour. Thanks so much for coming back. I hope you've had a good week. I've definitely had a very busy week. I thought on today's episode, we'd go for a a, a little bit of a different turn. Um, We get so many of you that are tweeting us through hashtag Horse Hour. I'm getting amazing messages. I'm getting emails. It's great. And, you know, as a community, you are outstanding. So I thought it'd be really lovely to get you on the podcast and we can find out a little bit more about the people that are so involved in equestrians and so involved in horses and so involved in horse hour now my next guest is a special lady and that's because she's somebody that I aspire to be like it's somebody that works really 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 hard her name's Helen Ross and she set up a brand new business called HRB Equestrian it's an Irish company a unique luxury company she's made her own products and we're going to get onto that and onto her products but first of all I just want you to get to know Helen because she's amazing how are you Helen? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Thank you for having me here. <laughs> no thanks. worries, thanks for coming on. Um, we're going to talk about your business and how you started and what you did and we're also going to find out a bit more about your journey. But the first thing I've got to do is tell you something that I've got sent today because it made me nearly wet myself. And when I'm at work in the office, there's nobody in there that has horses, so nobody understands. You know when you get told something or you get sent a photo and you think, oh, that's really funny, but somebody <laughs> that doesn't have a horse won't understand? It's kind of like an an insider's joke. (laughs) Yes, it is. And it's really frustrating because you're laughing your head off and they're like not getting it. It's like tumbleweed. Yeah. So a friend of mine um, buys and sells Frisian horses. Okay. So quite often she goes over to Holland and she goes and and has a look and exercises them. And then any ones that she likes, she brings them over to the UK, has them for about six months, trains them and then sells them on to customers. Great. So she sent me this message today. It said, uh, driving through customs this morning and they asked me where have I been working? Okay. So Vicky says, I haven't been working. Customs says, have you been to Amsterdam? <laughs> Vicky says, no, I've been to Friesland. And so customs said to her, so you haven't been to Amsterdam working. You have whips in your car. 
<laughs> well, well, even before, my goodness, that must be my mind. My goodness, even yeah. before, even before <laughs> seeing the web, if someone was to say to me about, my goodness, you've you've been working, you've been an absolute, uh, uh, no, <laughs> I know, I know. So we now know that uh, we've always got to take the whips out of the car if we're driving to Amsterdam. It's not a yeah. good look. Hi. So uh, let's find out a bit about you then, Helen. Um, you've set up your new business. How long has it been going? Um, started approximately um, two thousand and six. Two thousand. Yeah, but, but I've been working quite some time prior to that on you know researching my ideas and I'm just trying to put pen to paper and drawing and cutting up lots of saddle pads. You know, trying to experiment <laughs> and trying. Um, I, I identified quite a lot of problems um, with my own horse and I, and I and I'm a very practical kind of person. I wanted and a logical thinker. I wanted to try and find. Um, solutions to the problems that existed that that I couldn't find solutions that existed on the market. So I'd go to my tech shop and I, I couldn't find what I wanted to buy. Even mm-hmm. even fashion wise, I couldn't find something that I you know that I liked for me. So I yeah. like that thinking. Then so you needed something. It didn't work. You couldn't find it. So you thought I'll tell you what, I'm just going to go and make it. Didn't exist. Let's start with your horses. What what horse have you got? Uh, at the moment, I've got a polo pony. Oh, nice. So you do polo. Oh no, no, I don't do polo, but she's so <laughs> agile. She's so lovely. She's had a she's had a really tough life um, doing a full a full and um, an eventful life doing uh, doing polo. And her previous owner said to me, "Look, Helen, I know you don't do any polo. That's great. I don't want my little mare to do any more polo. So, um, so there you are." And I said, "Great. That's fine. Fine by me." And how long have you had her? I've had her about a year and a half. Oh, quite yeah. recently. Yeah, prior prior to um. Prior to Puressa, I had a lovely big um, Irish draft um, thoroughbred cross. And it was a lovely big hunter horse, mm. and um, he'd crack and jump on him. And um, yeah, he was he was really good fun. He was he was good fun too. So um, well, horses. We've had horses all of our life, you know, on and off. Yeah, and you've got two children, two little boys. I do indeed. Yes. So what did you do when you had the children? Did you manage to keep riding? Because a lot of my friends are now at the age where they're having kids, and they're saying they're really struggling to get the riding in. I w- I wasn't able to do it. I um I had to, I had to just go without horses for a couple of years. Oh um, really. Yeah, I had to have a, a period where I didn't own a horse for, for a couple of years. Yeah, I looked at loaning horses. I, I just, I missed it so much. Mm. I looked at going back into loaning horses and then I thought, you know what, actually it's not fair. I need to commit this time to my family and, and the boys are so young. I'll put my, myself and my wishes and my dreams on the back burner for the moment and I'll focus on putting the family first. Yeah. So um, so that's, that's, that's really nice of you. And and they're, they're saying to me exactly the same at the moment. They're like, oh man, I miss riding so much. Like they just, one of them is put a horse fund by. So every month she's putting money in to get a new horse. She's desperate, <laughs> she's desperate for one. The power of visualization is just phenomenal. If you visualize that it's going to happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great to have goals. I believe in that. So yeah. ha- oh, is that one of your little boys there now? <laughs> yeah, this is my little one. Hello, Henry. Please, can I come in the living room? What, what would you like me to come into the living room for? Hello, Henry. How are you? Hello. He's gone all shy. How old? This boy is not shy. This boy's a <laughs> phenomenal little talker. He loves the women. The women tend to migrate to him as well. Uh, Henry's two. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, oh, and, and here's Hugs. Hi, Hugs. How old's Hugs? Hi. Yes, wonderful manners, Hugs. Yes, what would you like? Piece of kitchen, please. 
Please, can I make some food? <laughs> <laughs> These boys eat like little holly monsters. Nice to meet you, Henry, and hugs. Henry, I'm going to make you some food and I'll bring it in, okay? Sorry about oh, that. They are adorable. They're so good. Do they horse ride? Yes, uh, Hugs does, because to, to ride at the riding centres around here, um, the insurance reasons, you need to be four, the mm. child needs to be four, um, and my horse just isn't, yeah, she just wouldn't, she wouldn't take to it too well, so um, the boys like to help out mucking out and working around her, but when it comes to popping on her back, it's just, it, she's just not keen on it at all. Oh, really? Yeah, I wouldn't want to do anything that would 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 upset her, you know, so it's, it's not for, she's not a kid. A kid's horse. Yeah. Well, some horses are, and some it's just it's just not in their blood at all. I'm I'm really lucky with Blackjack. I've got a um I've got a little stepson, and he's three, and yeah. I put him on Blackjack. Blackjack's like sixteen hands, and yeah. no joke, Blackjack took tiny little steps. And I thought for such a big horse, like he he was gentle with him. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was incredible. And uh, I took my goddaughter to the yard once and she was about 18 months old and she started crying. Blackjack went up really gently and just nuzzled her with his nose. And I was like, this is just amazing. It's incredible. So it's on camera. No, I didn't. I wish I did. Yeah, I know. It's a shame, really. But um. No, they are. Some of them are take to children very well, and some of them don't. Would yeah. you consider getting a horse for your little two? Oh, definitely. And yeah, I, yeah. I put it up on my visualization board. <laughs> Only for the boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's really good. It keeps them. It's like a hobby. It gets them outside. It teaches them responsibility. Obviously, not babies, not little ones. Yeah. But you know, I think it teaches kids a lot that. They, many children don't get the chance to be outside anymore. You know, they're inside on their iPads, on their phones, on their computers, on their Playstations. And I found with, with little Archie, he loves it. He just gets so excited. You know, he's out in the fresh air. It's healthy. Yes. It's amazing. So you had the boys. When did you set up your company? All the work had gone on in the background because I I started to do all the research Mm -hmm. and set all the balls in motion when I was pregnant with Hugo. And Hugo's now four and a half. Oh wow! So about five years ago, I actually started um, setting all the balls in motion because it's it's not just quick. You, you know, you can go to a company's house and set up a company. Mm. That's that's a pretty easy. You know, that'll take you a couple of weeks for everything. You know, well, touch of a button. You pay the money, touch of a button, it's done, and and that's pretty simple. So, what made you then? Because you said before that you wanted to focus on the family and spend more time with the family, so you didn't have time to ride. What made you decide to set up your own business? I just. I cannot be without horses. <laughs> horses are, to me, they're a way of life. It's not just, a, you know, a hobby, a go-to every now and again. It's almost like they're just, they're, there's an, I've got like an affinity with them. They're just, they're, they're in my blood. I'm, just, <laughs> I, I'm happiest when I'm, I'm with my children, obviously. And I'm, I'm, a close comparison to that is when I'm, when I'm with horses. Yeah, oh, you're so lucky to be able to fulfil your dream and to be able to work with the with the horses that you love so much. I'd love to be able to do that, but I can't. <laughs> so I have to work to pay for the horses. <laughs> well, I have to work too. I'd, I'd love to go outside and play with horses all day, you know. But, but uh, the type of climate that I would like to be able to go outside and play with horses all day would be California. That would just mm, be amazing. Yeah. None of this. 
frostbitten toes and weather-beaten faces and hair like I've been pulled through a bush backwards, you know, and <laughs> stomping up the field with the wind and the rain blowing in my face and shivers and, yeah. But we wouldn't change it for the world. No. It's the only time, the only time I would ever let my makeup run straight down my face and let my hair get in a mess is if I'm in a field with my horse, giving him hay or or just, you know, grooming him. Because even yeah. in that horrific weather, there's something in you that loves it. It's really weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about HRP Equestrian then. HRP Equestrian is products for horse riders. Oh, okay, perfect. And products for horses. Oh, you do horses as well? Well, I've designed, um, I've invented a new type of saddle pad called the wing saddle pad. And it has been rigorously tested. And we've just got the report back. Um, but it hasn't, I've not even published the report yet because we're going to beta this weekend. Uh, we're going to beta. So I'll be releasing everything around the time of beta. Um, but, the, but the report itself is, is it's phenomenal. You said that there was this horse that you had and you wanted a saddle pad and it was a problem that you couldn't find a solution to. So you decided to invent the solution. Yes. And so I take it, I'm just trying to understand your flow of where you were going. So you've got yeah. the kids, you've got this business of selling no, products. It, it, it was from before. I oh, had really? The it was from before, Gordon, before I had the children. I um, I had a mare and I just, I, you know, there were problems with her. Ba- she'd turn around to bite me whenever I try and girth her. There was problems with her way of going, you know. It was, she was just, she was hollow the minute she had a rider on her back and, and the saddle pad and the saddle and I just process of elimination what is going on here how can I you know there's a problem I need to find a solution and a lot of people were telling me oh stick this gadget on pull her head in underneath her leg you know get her going in an outline stick this gadget on get her head down and and I thought my goodness I've never my dad had always said to me you know never refuse good advice Mm -hmm. but the volume of, of advice that you tend to get you don't well I'm really bad at distinguishing whether it's good or bad advice. So I just take it all on board. I say, thank you very much. Very gracious. Thank you. You know, I take on board what you're saying. Thank you. And I'm a bit slow in some respects because it takes me like a couple of days to mull it over to think about (laughs) it. I'm in the bath. I'm out in the field or I'm putting a wash load on or I'm changing the bed. I'm I'm doing something. I'm working in the office. And then all of a sudden, um, the problem that, you know, somebody's advice to give me a week ago and I've got a problem. Um, and I'll just think, I won't go with that one, but there's a solution, I'll go with that one. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like a, a light bulb moment, like immediately. It's Sometimes uh, I'm quite slow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sleep-deprived mom of two young boys, so... <laughs> Yes, so everything's got a natural a natural place and a natural place and time, yeah. I guess people were telling you what to do with the horse, but that's your natural instinct as well sometimes. If it's not, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't mean to say that you have to go with one of those options. I love the fact that you've gone, actually, those options aren't going to work for me, so yeah. I need to find another solution. Yeah, and it was, thank you very, very much for giving me your advice. But just because I don't take it, please don't be offended. No, yeah. Ultimately, you know, it's, it, it comes down to my decision at the end. If I'm going to make a mistake, let me make it. Let me fall over and, you know, I'll pick myself back up again. But um, I'll always be grateful and thank people for their advice. But ultimately, I'm, I think I'm, I've got a stubborn streak, stubborn, fiery <laughs> Irish woman inside me. So, so it's, it comes down to, yeah, I'll... I'll just do what my instinct and what my gut tells me. So, so what what was your solution? 
My solution was to um to cut up a lot of saddle pads. I <laughs> <laughs> make a big mess. Um, yeah, my goodness, the amount of saddle pads that I've cut up and just ended just were wasted and rubbished. Um, the solution was um going back to science then as well, going back to science and thinking, okay, there's there's pressure exerted here, 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 and here. Um, from a science perspective, how can I find a solution to this problem? Mm-hmm. Um, looking at it from a, an equine physiology perspective as well, okay, um, you know, the horse's movement, gait analysis and, and different things. And then a solution was born on the wing saddle pad through years and years and years of research and developing and cutting up saddle pads and huffing and puffing and, and stuff. <laughs> and the, the wing saddle pad was born. But then just because it was born didn't mean that it had arrived, that it was landed, that that was it. It would suddenly be a big success because then nobody knew about it. So Mm. then I was faced with the problem, okay, so where do I take it now? Where do I go with this? I'm just a a single mom of two young kids and I've got a solution to a problem here. It's a cracking solution. I, I made quite a few of them. I gave them out to numerous riders. I said, try, 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 try. Give me feedback. Let me know how you get on. Extensive field tests were done and, and everything that came back was all positive. They loved the look of it, the feel of it, everything. Amazing. Oh, what, yeah. what, what makes the wing saddle pad different to other saddle pads? Initially, it's visually striking. It looks completely different. The main focus wasn't on how it would visually look. The main focus was on eliminating the pressure behind the cantle of the saddle um, on the lumbar spinous processes. And and that's exactly what's happened with the research that we've done um, in conjunction with Hartbury University Centre. The research has been significant. Basically, it says the results from the preliminary study show that at all gates, I'm just reading a little bit from the conclusion here, that at all gates, the mean pressure between the HRP wing saddle pad and the horse behind the saddle was statistically less than the mean pressure between a conventional square saddle pad and the horse behind the saddle. That's amazing. During trot and canter, the HRP wing saddle pad resulted in a mean pressure of zero, no (gasps) pressure, none behind the saddle in all test sessions in all test sessions that's incredible yeah okay. so, there was, so the, there was very very slight pressure detected in the halt and the walk very very minute pressure detected and then when it comes to um going into trot now we tested sitting trot and rising trot and canter and there was no pressure exert you know detected at all wow. behind the saddle in all the test sessions across the board so can you then just take me back to the original saddle pad? What is the point of a saddle pad? I know that sounds really bad, but it's. I always thought it was just meant to cushion the saddle so that it doesn't rub on the, on the horse's fur. Well, a lot of people have mixed answers to that. I mean... I conducted a, a survey with Survey Monkey, and in eighty-eight point four seven percent of the responses, there was it said, "Do you use a saddle pad?" So yes, yes, eighty-eight point four seven percent of people do use a saddle pad, and they use them regularly. You know, mm-hmm. um, and the majority of people use saddle pads. Um, here we are, forty percent use the saddle pads because the saddle will slip. Okay. And a lot of other people use saddle pads because they want to protect the saddle. Because if the horse is going to sweat, they don't want the the expensive leather saddle to absorb all that sweat. Mm -hmm. Keep the saddle clean. And then you've got the people then that want to use it because it looks good, you know, for aesthetic reasons. 
So so it's mainly for aesthetic reasons then. From the sounds of it, from your survey, most people have a saddle pad because it's aesthetic or it doesn't rub the horse's fur or it absorbs all the sweat. But from your findings at Hartbury College, it sounds like original saddle pads actually cause pressure on the horse. We find that 91.13% of the the equestrian population that we questioned um, had said that it's very, very important for the saddle pad to increase comfort for the horse. So people are aware of the fact, you know, they want to increase comfort for the horse. Mm. But we're fully aware as well that with saddle pads today, um, they, they do exert pressure and riders and the equestrian community are becoming more aware of that. And obviously they don't want the horse to have pressure points or, or, or areas that's rubbing because a, a lot of, obviously a lot of different breeds of horses, some horses will have, have um, sore areas behind the saddle where it'll rub. And anyway, I'm rambling. No, no, no. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> no, where the hair goes bold, they lose their hair because there's too much pressure being put on there. But your saddle pad has eliminated this pressure. Yeah, well, there there is no pressure. There is no pressure behind the cantle of the saddle. I mean, what were you? What did you think when you got that conclusion? You must have been over the moon. Well, when when I'd been asked previously about, you know, what does it do, and I would I would state my claims, people would say to me, "Okay, so where's the science? You know, can you quantify that? You're making some pretty bold claims here, Helen. Can you can you prove that?" And I would say, "Well, on the tests that we've done in the field, you know, it's pretty obvious <laughs> there isn't any, but that wasn't sufficient. You mm. know, they they wanted the actual official university." pressure testing official report and now we've got it and it's basically confirmed everything that that i that i test from a scientific perspective you know so yeah it works it works it's amazing it's revolutionary it's the first of its kind it's it's never before been invented yeah so what does this mean for you now then what's the plan the plan is to take the wing saddle pads to beta international and beta is um is a large trade show in the uk and that's where lots of lots of buyers trades uh, retailers um distribution centers everybody um that's remotely interested in the equestrian trade side of things that's where they that's where they all tend to emigrate this time of year that's where we'll all be what i love about you is that you're not a big national international corporation you're a mum at home with her kids that had a problem and came up with a solution it's it's literally incredible i think it's amazing thanks (laughs) here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I had a problem with a horse and, and I needed to find a solution. Hello, my love bug. Where do you need me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> always a mum. Mum comes first. <laughs> Yeah, always, always a mum. I'll tell you first. what. Do you want five minutes, and we'll catch up in a sec? Okay. Um. Yeah. I'll talk to you in five. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. All okay. All absolutely a okay. <laughs> okay, amazing. This this is exactly how hard. This is how hard. Try making and designing and inventing products when you've got when you're peppered with interruptions with a, a two year old and a four year old, and that's exactly that's exactly what happens. But yeah, I don't know how you've done it. Nor do I. <laughs> do you get them involved with um, your creations? Everything. Yeah. Everything. And that you have to, you have mm-hmm. to, you do, you're either, you're either, well, this, this is a way of life, you know, it's, it's, um, hugs at nighttime, his breathing, he has, he's been diagnosed with laryngomalacia and, um, a lot of other airway malacias, which basically means his airways are, should be like this. Tiny, two, well, they should be, what, four centimetres? They're all too narrow. And with them being too narrow, they're all floppy. Mm. All his little, right down to his very little bronchioles, they're all too narrow. So um, on a night time, his breathing obstructs structurally because of a structural airway problem. His breathing obstructs. Mm. And what happens is that when, before we had the diagnosis, I didn't know why, but I used to have to hold him upright because every time I'd lay him down, he'd go, <gasps> Awesome. You know, you'd hear that his breathing was obstructed. But then whenever I'm taking him to see the doctor during the day, they're not seeing him sleeping. They're not seeing him lay down. And they're telling me, oh, there's nothing wrong with him. He's fine. He's this, that, and the other. Then come a night time, I'd lay him down in his cot. And he suddenly, you know, he's going blue. The lips are purple. He's not, he, he can't get enough air in. So what happened, I found a solution, was to hold him upright on my chest. And that was the only way that he could breathe and sleep. But then I couldn't sleep. Mm. So I had to find an outlet to do that wouldn't make me go mad. And that's that. it was during those midnight and twilight hours that I sat with my drawing pad and I sat with my iPad and I did research. Research, how can I make a company? Who can I get to make these sort of patterns? If I make one, I send the pattern to them. Who can I get to do this? How do I make a trademark? How do I do branding? How do I do this? How do I patent protect this? How do I do that? Every single step of the way, I had to research it myself and do it myself. It's amazing. But yeah. I, had, I had all the hours of the night to do it, mm. you know? And, and how does he sleep now? He still sleeps in bed beside me because he still has a structural problem with his lung to this day, to this very, to this very, very day. He still sleeps upright. 
No, he sleeps in bed beside me. So when his breathing obstructs, um, I can readjust him, put him in the recovery position, tilt his head back, open his airways up, or lift him so as that he's upright, so as that he's vertical, so as that he can breathe when he sleeps. That must be so scary for you every night. Every night. Mm. And there must have been a stage where... Okay, okay, I'm trying to... Get... You know what? When, when I was 14 and um, telephones were still relatively on... You know, mobile phones were still relatively unheard of. Um, it's only for, like, the, the, the yuppies and, you know, the business people. And it, it, they, weren't, they weren't prevalent like they are nowadays. Um, mm. And they were very, very expensive um, to talk to somebody per minute on them. And whenever I was 14, going back away many, many moons ago, <laughs> I'm not going to reveal my age... Um, I came up with an idea, and my idea was, uh, wouldn't it be great if my favourite song from the radio could be my ring tune on a mobile phone? <gasps> no way. I swear, I swear to God, swear to God. And lo and behold, it was some um, between five and eight years later that that actually became a reality. Oh my gosh. I thought, I thought of that first. <laughs> thought of that first but but i got absolutely no way but you know proving it i was i was just a teenager i didn't Mm. know and to me um you know i I was very much brought up that there was a glass ceiling you know and you're a girl and this is the kind of thing that that you should be gearing towards you should be you shouldn't be you know stop running away with all these arty and design ideas and stuff that's that's not going to earn you any money you're not going to be you know (laughs) you know i was very much told what what i wasn't going to be Oh. You know, and I think I, that was a bit more of a driving force that you went, oh, actually, I, I can do this. Of course, it, it, it's it, it's made me who I am, definitely. So that so I've carried that throughout my life. The minute somebody says to me, "Oh, that's a load of nonsense. That's not going to work," or, or you know, any any negative spin on anything that anyone tends to throw at me, I'm like, "Whoa, I don't do negatives. I find solutions." <laughs> oh, great. Okay, throw it at me, and I'll. And I'll, I'll I'll spin it, I'll turn it around. They say that about all the CEOs of the top countries in the whole world. They say really? they're pro- yeah, they say they're problem solvers. Oh. <laughs> they say honestly, the the higher up you go, you your uh-huh. staff only come to you with problems because you should have good enough staff that they are they can deal with things themselves. Um yeah. and they know how to do their jobs. So you've got like your your finance department and you've got yeah. your selling department and you've got your marketing department. So therefore technically you're redundant as a CEO of a company. The only reason you're there is for them to come to you with their problems and then you come up with the solutions. You've already got that solution based thinking of entrepreneurship at fourteen. It's like this is what I'd love. No one's doing it. Well, they should be doing it. <laughs> Why aren't you doing it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I didn't really realise that at the time. I just felt a bit peeved because somebody else had taken my idea, but they didn't know that it was my idea because I had no way of proving it. And I actually made a promise to myself right there and then on that very day. And I actually said to myself, if I ever come up with a really, really good idea, I'm not just going to let it sit. Even if I don't have the means to make it happen, I'm going to find the means to make it happen. Mm. I'm going to find a way to, to, you know, to make it a reality, to, to do whatever it is, that whatever harebrain idea it is that, you know, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what I'll come up with. Mm. But I made that promise to myself there and then that day. Do you think that's been your driving force? Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. That's kept you going. Yeah, I got the three ups and downs and stuff, obviously, but my dream was always well, was always in the background, you know, to work with horses. And obviously the, my dream had to go by the wayside, like I said before. I had to put other things first, but my dream was always my dream in my head. And now are it you living won't... your dream now? Not quite yet, but I'm living. You know what makes me so happy when I see when I see people wearing HRP products. <laughs> when I see horses riding with a winged saddle pad, I think, my goodness! Especially now with all the data and the reports and everything that we've got, and the pressure exerted by by you know your general square pad is is phenomenal. You wouldn't actually realise that it's quite as as stark as it is, but it's just yeah. So um. I'm rambling again, aren't no, I? No, you're not rambling. It's amazing. It's honestly, I can't tell you how lovely it is to hear. Because because I feel like we're living it with you. So, Well, it's a journey. A genuine, it, it is a journey. And, and the thing is, I used to always, whenever I was much younger, I used to always think, oh, I want to get to, I want to get to here. And I just, I just used to visualize the destination and I would just want to rush it and want to get there as quickly as I possibly could. But with getting older and with having hiccups in life and heartbreak and upset and different things, you know, life, life happens, but by living every day, you know, some days are really, really rubbish and other days are really great, but it's just finding the little great moments in every single day and knowing that tomorrow's a new day and whatever mistake I may have made today and whatever thing didn't quite go my way today, tomorrow is a new day. And if I'm remotely worried about anything, then I don't go to bed blagging my head with worries. I write it down on a piece of paper because at seven, eight o'clock at night, after I've got the boys to bed, there's absolutely nothing that I could do about a work based problem at that hour if I need to discuss it with somebody or find you know so what I'll do is I'll write it down and then I put it I park it <laughs> yeah park it until mm. the morning until you know and then do the school you know bre- get the boys up breakfasted get them off to get them off to nursery and um and then pick up the reins <sighs> and say right what was my problem okay let's let's deal with this and then you've got your full focus as well haven't you yes exactly yeah. So are you doing this all by yourself? Have you had any help? I'm doing it all by myself. Oh my gosh, how are you doing it? What um, from design? So you've designed this saddle pad, you've had it all tested. It's yeah. We know it works, it's amazing, it's incredible, it's revolutionary. I've, I've got a, a team at Heartbreed that, um, that are phenomenal professionals in their own right. And they saw the product, they saw the wing saddle pad for its own merit. And we've worked in conjunction with them. And the pressure testing is what it is because of because of heartbreak. That's how that was able to happen. Um, and then I've designed an, another product. I've designed something in addition to the wing saddle pad. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's it's my new gloves. I obviously with being a horse rider, I one of my biggest problems was for me was gl- gloves. I always had a problem with the gloves because they'd either wear out too thin. I'd be going like obviously being from Ireland and being out in inclement weather and stuff. I want a pair of gloves that are going to last through hail, wind, um, high seas, whatever. You know, mm. they need they need to last. And and I've always been, I've always been given the horse that's tricky. 
Oh, really? you know, I've always I've always been gifted with a horse that as soon as it sees a big nice nice big open field it suddenly it breaks and <laughs> what breaks <laughs> you know so it's a case of okay um here we go so I need to I need to know that if I if I'm wearing a pair of gloves they need to last and I just could not on I just could not through my own um try you know buying for myself I just could not find a pair of gloves that I wanted to wear um, that I could wear that would give me that that I could trust mm. that should my horse decide to go try and go off on one then um, so I ended up just going barehanded and I thought I can't Ooh. you know yeah ow <laughs> um, until I until I designed my own and what um, are they like um, I've invented I've, uh, again I've <laughs> invented um, a, a portion and it's it's all patent you know patent pending on these um, I've invented a, a ring portion on my gloves oh wow so it's got a hole for your ring so you can still wear your your, your it, wedding ring it, no it's not a hole it's oh. it's a section on the ring here I don't know if you can see mm-hmm. it's, it's a section on the ring that is made of expandable I've got it it's a gathered leather because it's on a leather glove. So it's gathered leather that will expand and contract to accommodate whatever size ring it is that you're wearing. So the nice big lumpier diamonds, don't be afraid of wearing it, you know. Don't be telling your other half, oh no, sweetheart, don't buy me that really big diamond because I could never get my leather riding gloves on and I'd, I'd hate to have to take that big diamond off and never wear it whenever I go out riding again. No, 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 no. You can wear it. You can wear it now, yeah. That's amazing. But also the leather is sturdier as well and it's thicker and it's durable. Well, it's it's skin, isn't it? Leather I skin. I love them. Leather skin. And each each one of my gloves are handmade. So each each pair is unique in its own right. So then it goes right back to unique luxury. Mm. And they are the most luxurious, beautiful, handmade leather gloves Oh, I love the little HRP that you've got on the little finger in white. It's gorgeous. So yeah. they're, they're beautiful. They are beautiful. They, they're up there with Ariat level. I've done three different types of gloves. I've done my general purpose. Mm. I've done a beautiful white glove for dressage or, um, you know, com- competitions and things. And then I've designed a pair of gloves that is specifically tailored for the showing community. Oh, fabulous. Because the showers, um, they tend to have their wrists exposed and they don't want to have that. And and um, I noticed that there was a gap in the market and I thought, okay, well, I need to create a glove that has all the benefits of my unique HRP gloves, mm-hmm. but with an elongated wrist. Oh, nice. Yes, and all my gloves as standard come with a double rain feature. I love that. You're full of ideas. So I bet you've got a whole list of new things that you can come up with to launch next year. I already have designed them. Yeah, I've already <laughs> I've already done them. Yeah, they're prototypes. They're not ready for beta this year, but um but next year oh, there's a riot going on. <laughs> <laughs> All this while you've got two little kids. Can we actually buy these at the moment, Helen? They could be bought through the Facebook page. Oh okay, no, so I've... we can contact you and say so what what is your Facebook page? It's um, HRP Equestrian. HRP Equestrian, that's your Facebook. And you're on Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter, on Instagram. I've got a website, but they're so new. Uh, the website isn't updated yet with a picture of these gloves. Um, 
purely because of getting everything else ready for beta, you know, being a single mom with two kids and trying to, you know, juggle. I think it's like, what are you going to do with the children when you go to beta? Um, I've got childcare organised to look after the children during the day. Um, on the evening time, after I finish working at beta, I'll collect the kids and they'll be with me. I've never been without the children overnight. You're only going to get busier. It's going it's to get... I can only see it getting harder, Helen. I can't get it. see it getting any easier because the bigger... As soon as people see this... As soon as they see the saddle pad and they see your statistics and they see your science and then they see your gloves and they see how beautiful they are, they're going to be... You're going to be inundated with orders. I've got a really, really good um, team that is making these saddle pads and they're oh. made in the UK. Oh, amazing. Yes, they're, they're not made in a, in, um, in a different country. They're made in the UK. And the minute that uh, orders come through via tax shops or via independent, you know, independent, regular people like you and me, placing an order for a saddle pad for their pony, horse, cob, whatever, um, then that'll be processed by the, by the factory. How much are they? The saddle pads, they'll be starting at £80 for the wing pads. Yeah, and how much are the gloves? The gloves start at 60. I'm so excited for you because I just think you've you've got this little baby and I'm not talking about your real babies, your little boys. You've got this baby of a product that you came up with that idea, you've created it, you've invented it and you've made it happen and now it's out there. It's it's like you must be thinking, "Wow." You asked me before about where the um where the idea for HRP came from. Yeah. And HRP some people could possibly interpret it as meaning horse, rider, pony. Mm. But to me, it's my boy's initials. Oh, lovely. And you'll look at the horse, you'll look at the horse's tail, and you'll see that the horse's tail is broken. Yeah. And there's a little segment in between the horse and the horse's tail. There's The horse's tail is broken. That is deliberately so. And just because that horse is broken doesn't mean it's not beautiful. And I designed that deliberately i designed that whenever i was at evelina children's hospital with my eldest hugs um over his bed we hadn't yet received the diagnosis for what was wrong with him and um and i just remember looking at my wee child in that hospital bed thinking he's you know his lungs aren't perfect but by god he's still beautiful and I remember thinking of a quote that marlon monroe had once made about imperfection is beauty madness is genius and I thought my goodness that actually resonates with me so the horse's tail is broken as a constant reminder to me that things in life thing anything can be broken but please just always see the beauty in it my wee child his lungs are broken but he's still beautiful you know so that's my little that's every time I see that HRP and that horse that just that just resonates with me it's it's from the heart, and I think if something's from the heart and it's pure, um, then you can't go far wrong. It's beautiful, Helen. Really lovely. Yeah. Everything about it, because I love how how you have brought every part of your soul and your personal life has genuinely gone into this company and into this business, and it's more than just a business. It's what you believe. It's um. It's. I don't even know how to explain it, really. It's almost like hope. Yeah, it's hope for the future. Mm. Yeah. It's hoping today, living in the moment and hope for the moment and hope for tomorrow. Hope for right now. 
Yeah. Well, well it's the I biggest mean, bloody hope I've ever seen in my life because the products are incredible. <laughs> oh, don't you're going to get me going. I'm going to go outside and hug a tree in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Listen, I genuinely wish you all the best. I, I would love to catch up with you maybe in six months' time. We can see how it's going. Um, you know, yeah. and, I, and I'm sure that everyone at Horse Hour would like love to know like, what stores you're in and where they can get hold of you. So could you send me, tweet me a photo... Yeah. of the gloves and tweet me a photo of the saddle pad so that we can put it on horse hour um if you want to run a competition or like a tried and tested then just just let me know oh that would be awesome we'll do that definitely and maybe maybe um uh i'll tell you what let's do that at the end of february we'll run a horse hour competition where you could win some hrp equestrian gloves oh okay. amazing Thanks so much, Helen. I wish you all the best and um, give a lovely cuddle to Tugs and Harry because they are gorgeous. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How can we follow you on Twitter? So we've got your Facebook, HRP Equestrian. Your website address is? www.hrpequestrian.com And what's your Twitter handle? HRP Equestrian. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Helen. See you. Okay, bye. Bye. bye thanks so much for listening don't forget you can get involved with horse hour just hashtag horse hour with any of your tweets you can also follow us at horse hour you can share your experiences you can share your charity and your events your business anything you want to talk about to do with equestrians then hashtag horse hour you can also follow me on twitter my name's amy stevenson and i'm at amy stevenson one i'll speak to you next week Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 